Hi, and welcome again to Concepts for Living. We consider it a privilege to come to you with more concepts from God's Word for living in these times. Well, as the year 2018 is waning, and we're positioning ourselves for the year 2019, the word in this message is this, prove God and be blessed. Rather quickly, I, I want to raise a phrase from verse 10. The phrase that I'm raising are in the words, prove me now herewith. Prove me now herewith. While it is true that this portion of Scripture has to do with the attitude and the behavior of the restored remnant of people who have arrived from captivity. It is striking to observe their skepticism and their judgmental attitude toward the God who just cause them to be set free. In fact, when you read the verses of this particular chapter and even the earlier two chapters, you'll be struck with the brazing attitude of the people toward God, blaming him condemning him, judging him. I thought it was so interesting to hear the first song this morning, How Great is Our God. Oh, come, let us adore him. We worship the almighty God. There is none like you. Remember? Nobody greater. Nobody greater. See, little things like that, I celebrate. Because it says to me that we're on target. Holy Spirit is always on target. But when he brings us into the equation, we can celebrate that he is on time. Their attitudes toward God, their behavior, their judgments. In fact, they were claiming that God was not a righteous God. They went on uh, to claim some other things and to charge God foolishly. They said God was not righteous but I also charged him for being insensitive and blind to the evil that's going on in the world. Uh, they, they, it's to be found in the height of their question, where is the God of judgment? How come God is letting all this craziness go on in the world if he's got all that power? He can stop everything in a moment. 
With the wave of his hand, he can cancel all civilization. But somehow, they are now targeting God because certain things that they expected was not happening. I don't want to get ahead of myself, even though I'm moving kind of fast today. The point, though, is that we, too, kind of get an attitude toward God when we don't get what we want. Not the people up in here. <laughs> and we have to be careful that we do not charge God foolishly. Okay? Because God can respond. When you read in chapter 2, verse uh, 17, that's where you will find that succinct judgmental statement. Where is the God of judgment? Where's the God who will settle all wrongs? Where's the God who has the power to stop evil from persisting? But now God responds. God's response is different. God's response is that God says, now you have to understand that the plight that you are in and the difficulty you're facing, it's because of your unfaithfulness. And God cites their unfaithfulness by saying that instead of bringing all of the tide, the whole tide, you have regulated the tide to the point that you only bring a portion of the tide. Say tide. Oh, he's going to be preaching about money today. No, no. Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse that there might be meat in mine house. What we have to understand is that the priests and those who served in the house lived off the tithe. Tithe was supposed to be sustaining the house of God. And by the way, while I'm not going to be preaching about tithing today, I want you to know it's the same reason why tithe is necessary today. You see these lights? The air conditioning system, as soon as we hit it, you don't walk into this place and just turn a key and sit down. Things have to come on. And the moment they come on, that's thousands of dollars. Mounting up, mounting up, mounting up, mounting up, month after month after month after month. Somebody ought to feel something about that. <laughs> that there may be the sustaining of the house. And he says, now, now, now that's, that, that's your problem. But what I want you to do is also understand that I'm not merely telling you what to do. But what I am doing is presenting myself to you. I'm putting myself in a position to be tested by you. See what will happen when you do tithe. God said, I'm putting myself in the place where I want you to test me. And the word test grows out of that word prove. He said, prove me here with. Prove me now herewith. Say herewith. Here that means what you got. 
That means what you have. That means what is available to you. What, that means whatever you have. Prove me. Test me in it. And I'm going to show you something. As always, we have three points in our messages. And in this message, it's the challenge, the choice, and the change. Stay tuned. You're going to be blessed and motivated to prove God with your stuff. Okay, well then, if you can meet the challenge, then that means you're going to have to make a choice. How are you going to live it? What's your choice? What's the challenge? God, the challenge is prove me. God said, prove me. Come on, say it, say it, say it with me. So it gets up in the atmosphere. Say, it. God said, God prove, me. prove me. Say it again. care what you're facing. Prove God in it. Prove God in it. Years ago, when my wife and I were pastoring in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, that was in the uh, uh, 60s, early 60s, and I had a little vehicle, and I was going home one day, went past this place, and they had this beautiful maroon car in the window. I pulled over. They ain't gonna hurt to look. I went over and I looked at the oh, and when you look, you gotta be guarded because something else starts happening to you. <laughs> well, you don't wanna leave it. You're looking all around it. Man comes out and he says, All right, so what's up? I said, Man, I'm just looking at this car. He said, Oh, yeah, oh, really? He says, It's for sale. I said, Yeah. So we're not selling hardly anything these days because of the, they had uh, an economic crisis. And uh, so he said, we're not selling anything, but, but you can look, yeah, look, look at it. And I looked at it. Don't sit in it, don't. <laughs> when you sit in it, y'all got it. I sat in it, got out, said, oh, Lord, I'm going. The man said, come here, come here. He said, how much would you give me for this? Let's say it was worth, listen to me now, let's say it was worth $50,000. And I said, but I'll tell you what, I don't know. Let me get this man off my back. I said, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll give you 20 for it. What? <laughs> do you know what else? I said, no, you, you asked me. I'll give you 20 for it. He said, that's a joke. So I was walking out the door. He said, come back. <laughs> and when I went back, he said, stay right here. I'm going to my manager. He went out, stayed a little while, came running back in the place. He came out first looking for me. I saw him, and then he came right up to me and said, the manager wants to talk to you. The manager walked over and said, yes, sir, I understand that you, you have an interest in this car right here. I said, yeah, I like it. I said, but I didn't want to buy it. I don't got no money to buy it. I, uh, he said, how much did you tell him? I told him, he said, if you can be here tomorrow morning, before 10 o'clock, with that, you'll have this car. Otherwise, don't ever <laughs> come back in this place again. <laughs> I came to the car, told Ruth Ann, I said, I said whoa, 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 whoa. 
because I got out there. I got, what, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And when I went back into the man is writing this thing, I said, what are you doing? He said, no, sign right here. Said, oh, Jesus. <laughs> I, I, I didn't pray about it. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't. Long story short. gave me the paper. I went to the bank. I couldn't sleep that night. Went to the bank the next morning with the, and I presented it. And the bank, man in the bank says, uh, is this a joke or what? I said, no. He told me to present it. You see? And he called the dealership and said to the man, he says, uh, you have a car? Da -da 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 -da. Yes. He says, well, just would you mind just uh, cleaning it up because Reverend Lamb will be coming to get that car. Am I right? God will make you, God will make you feel like a big shot. I didn't have no money for that car, but because that dealership called the bank and confirmed that who I, as to who I was, and it all went down where I was able to buy what I didn't have the money to buy, which you shouldn't be able to buy if you don't have the money to buy, but since you're hooked up with the great... What's my choice? My choice is to either let God do it for me, and I celebrate it, I had it, didn't mean ride in it, wasn't it a grand vehicle? Everywhere we went, somebody said, you know what he's in, you know. <laughs> For him to have something like that, you know. <laughs> but God did it. And you're looking at me, but I've got news for you. There are some things God will release to you just because of your relationship with him that you couldn't get on your own. Don't be shocked or surprised to the degree that God will bless you. Say, prove God and be blessed. What are you going to prove? I've got to prove that he's Jehovah Jireh. That means he's a provider. Rofi, that means he's my healer. Come on now. Jehovah El, which means now, this is very important, that means that he is the mighty one. That means he can do anything I need him to do. And that's the God that we can prove for ourselves. It's one thing to read it. It's one thing to clap at somebody else's testimony. But there ought to be a point in your life where you decide, I'm going to prove this for myself. And watch him as to how he does it. Don't make me talk about this land. Don't make me talk about the building. Don't make me talk about all the millions that we have to get. Don't make me. But I didn't do it. God did it. Can he make a way out of no way? Can he do exceeding out of abundantly, above all, that we are able to ask or think? I said to do more than we can ask or think. Is he able? I'm going to let y'all talk back to me. 
What, 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 what is it that he cannot do? See? See, that's why, that's why I know. Huh? Huh? Uh, tell me what it is that God cannot do. No, let me say it over here. Uh, tell me what, what it is that God cannot do. All things are. I said all things are. I'm, get, I'm getting in your business right now. I'm just showing you how to do business with God. Prove him. Prove him so your testimony will change. Prove him so that you don't have to always be questioning the authenticity of this God that we serve. Because in this age, more than any other age, he's being questioned. But you know what he said? Prove me how. Now what? Prove me now what? Herewith. What you got? Anybody got anything? You're dealing with anything that's pressing, anything that you know you can't handle. Would you shoot your hand up in the air, wherever you are, back there? I want somebody to leave here blessed today. I want to leave, I want to leave, I want somebody to leave here but with, with that load lifted off you. I want to, I, I, so y'all, y'all the people don't have nothing. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. But I'll tell you what, sometimes it's not physical or even spiritual. Sometimes it's financial. And other times it's even, it, it, it gets to a place where it, it's so narrow that you can't figure it out yourself. But I just got, and so yeah, I, I just got something. Something's not right. Something, anybody got something? Something that's just not, you know what I'm trying to say. You can sound ignorant. You know, you can sound like, you know, you're infantile, but I can't figure it out. But I just, all I know is I got something that I can't handle. Whatever it is, that's your here with. That's what you come here with. That's what you came through those doors with. And what I'm telling you is that you can prove God here with. And you can do it now. That's instantaneous. That's immediate. God's been waiting on you to take your hands off so he can put his on. God's been waiting to consult with you so that you might be able to know what the measure of your giftings are. So that you might know the doors that he has planned to open for you for a long time. But you can't receive them because you can't go in as a doubter. You've got to go in as a believer. You've got to believe when we come to God, we must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Oh, I'm preaching to somebody right now. I'm, who am I preaching to? I'm saying that if you will just believe God for that, then nothing shall be impossible. If you can believe it, you can receive it. Well, we sincerely trust that you've been blessed and inspired by this word, even as we move forward into this new year. I pray that you will begin to prove God with whatever situation you are facing and let him bless you real good. So until next time, and we shall come to you with more concepts for living. May God bless you and yours.
thank you for viewing Concepts for Living. If you would like a CD, DVD, or download the entire message, go to our website, www.fcogchapel.org. We would like to hear from you. Please send an email for prayer or send a praise report on how God is blessing you through this program. We invite you to join us again for another Concepts for Living. 